0: Hello, I'm Dr. Thomas Maples and welcome back to A Sacred Journey. I'm honored that you chose to spend your time with me here today and I hope that this podcast will help bring clarification as it relates to the way we honor myth both within and from without especially in regards to its power over our psychological development. In today's episode, we're going to explore a guiding light to inner peace. In particular, we're going to explore a quote from Walt Whitman. It's one of my favorites um, regarding finding our inner light. And the relation it has to the underbelly of what um, light creates, and that's the shadow that is left behind. And so let us look at uh, Walt Whitman's quote here for a minute. Keep your face always towards the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. Keep your face always towards the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. Walt Whitman this quote is often piqued my interest as it relates to analytical psychology in particular because it draws um, inference directly to the pool between light and shadow the Sun being our life-giving force um, in many religions it's deified as such as being a life-giving force especially within the tenets of um, the mythologies from past, um, whether it be in Greek mythology and Egyptian mythology, even tenets of it um, in Eastern um, mythologies are present. And we have this um, real exploration, this real yearning to move towards the sun. And I don't think this is necessarily... um, an individual aspect, because if we look even at plant life in general, it it aspires towards its life-giving force, the sun. And even if it's cast into the shadow of something larger, it will move towards and away from that shadow. So it too could obtain the rays of its life-giving force. And so the sun equates to something that is aspired towards. Now, in human psychology, this is a very interesting facet because it ties into our capacity to dream life forward. The tree may um, aspire towards the sun, but we, we aspire to other things that may um, take us to different heights. And I know in former podcasts, I've explored the ascent of the sun, especially in the myth of um, Icarus and Daedalus, the sun who aspired so high to the sun, it melted the wax from his wings and he fell um, to his death in the Aegean. And the father that gave him the warning of not to fly too high to the sun. Well, if we look at the sun as being this thing of aspiration, of this life-giving force that we aspire to, we may look at this as a deity. It may be a sun god. This is a common, um, common archetype within um, human expression, and it's collective in nature. And so if we look at the sun as being something that we aspire towards, this really begins to create a catalyst for the dream that we may set forward, um, that we look to aspire towards. In a way the sun could be looked as a guiding light, a light of dreams that we yearn to experience within our lifetime. This guiding light could be an inner voice. It could call upon us to realize some inner passion. It's also been called um, a daimon in archetypal psychology, a entity that an entity, a voice that calls upon us to move in a particular direction. Now this is a collective phenomenon and we really all of this we all have these yearnings in a way. We all have this voice, this ontological need to create meaning in the life that we live there's a self that exists other than ourself. If you close your eyes for one minute and you realize some aspect of a dream that's present, you're actually engaged in a process of moving towards this larger self. Um, even though you may not realize yourself in that dream currently through work and through, Concentrated effort, it is hoped that eventually the self will move into this image. And then once it is, there's a process of creating more dreams that are um, forward thinking. But this movement towards the light, towards the dream, towards the daimon or the self, it creates a shadow element that's behind it. And this is the remnant of things that are left over. Now, we see a lot of psychological angst these days. Um, We look at it from a perspective of possible flaws that are going on socially, or flaws that are going on interpersonally or interpersonally, and all these things begin to mix in a collage that's part of the shadow material. It's not just an individual phenomenon, it's a collective phenomenon. And so as we strive and we strive and we strive for ever-increasing aspirational heights, at times we leave too great of a shadow behind of that unexplored material, which can begin to pull it back down into a psychological check, if you will, a check and a balance Um, reminding us that there's these things that we have to tend to, it's sort of like tilling the soil so that the, um, so that the nutrients within grounds, the plant before the plant could aspire towards its passion, its life giving force, the sun, and so when we deal with the shadow, this is the material that we begin to uncover from beneath the surface. We, we have to uncover the nutrients that are there in Jungian psychology. This is an ideal of tending the ashes. It's um, as Robert Bly would say, it's the process of shadow work going within to find the guiding light that's present. Now, this relates also from a pathological perspective, especially in regards to let's say depression, because in depression, there's a perspective that we have to push through. There's something that's pressing us. Um, it's pressing into the soul for us to go within again, shadow work. So we can find that guiding light. And there's a lot of, um, A lot of stories that remind us of this um, process, most notably um, from an archetypal perspective, is the Divine Comedy from Dante Alighieri, who who gives us a beautiful story of one man's um, road through purgatory and through hell itself in order to push out to paradise on the other end. Now this is a love sonnet to um, his to a woman that he really adored, but never, um, but never was able to conquer that fear within to actually approach her. Instead, it stands as a test for um, the great lengths that a person will go th- to to find that inner muse that's present. Now, Beatrice acted as that inner muse for him, and it's it's an interesting love story in that ideal of pressing through, going through the depths in order to um, pull out the other end. There's another story that's biblically related, and it's the idea of Jonah and the whale, that the whale has to swallow Jonah to take him to the other end of the sea. Now, in this, that's another idea of we have to go within to move outside. We have to go within to find the inner light that's on the other side of the sea. Now, the nature of light casts a shadow because of a material force that stands in the way of the light hitting its final objective. We need to understand both the direction we are moving and the shadow our directively aim leaves behind. Carl Jung knew the power of the shadow as a force for growing change, and this is an that ultimately builds the character's need to find a guiding light, a guiding principle, something that stands beyond just the self, beyond that body that, um, moves us from point A to point B, wherever that may be. In this movement, there's a need to integrate the shadow and the light to create, um, a deeper meaning of self that moves forward by this. We ground ourselves and our character traits that are present in the moment, but it also in sifting through those character traits, those personality traits, we also begin to find the very core aspects that are going to push us towards that um, creation of meaning in our life. Now, with every reality, a shadow construct exists. However, it's always our nature to polarize um, these constructs as an exercise of consciousness. In the book of Genesis, we know that we learn as God does the nature of good and evil. This is innate This is a natural construct of human consciousness that's pushing us forward. Now, this tendency for consciousness has far reaching consequences, both spiritually and psychologically. When we keep our face towards the sun, it allows us to find a sense of consolidation towards the life giving force of our solar system. This life giving force of our solar system, is really a nurturing guide as it relates to our spiritual our personal and our physiological development without the sun simply no life could exist here on earth there's beauty also to be found in the shadow our body casts as it absorbs the light um as it absorbs the light that the sun casts as it's moving towards its eventual direction. Now, as we absorb this, it provides nutrients, vitamin D. It provides nutrients to the plants that we eat, the animals that eat the plants and the other things that we eventually eat as we move towards our journey. As we absorb the light, we cast away the dark, maybe not as a byproduct, but maybe we could look at it as a remnant of the journey undertaking. undertaken. What is your guiding light? I encourage you to look and explore um, any dream that maybe moves present in your life at this moment, that guides you, any goal or aspiration that you're yearning to undertake. And as always, I hope that blessings, the blessings of life, find you on your journey to advance confidently in the direction of those dreams that call upon you. Goodbye for now, and thank you for joining me.